It's Sunday morning, uh, around 7 a.m. Uh, that's uh, Kamakawa, Kamadawa, the moment to go to church. And uh, if you're lucky, always in the Kenyan setting, you get a seat next to the driver. So I'm in this cab and we are next to the driver. It's a Sienta type and we're heading to church. Then out of some street, we see some youth aged between, uh, let's say, 19 to 22. Dude, as in like 30 guys, boys and girls walking across the road. And I'm like, where are these guys even coming from this early in the morning? And I decided to ask this driver on my right, because they were not really like going to a function, say like church or something. This guy looks at me and is like, boss, which town are you coming from? This is a house party rolling banner. Hey, would you end a party, Buddha? Hey, kuleni kusereveka! Moto yango. Uko hivi, mina kombi hapo hivi. Kwa hizi house party peke yake. I think nime, nime dozi na mamanzi kama 30. Yeah, I've slept with like 30 girls. And I'm like, boss, oh, what did you just say? And like 30 ladies. Like how these house parties happen sometimes is just more of guys exchanging ladies and it happens weekend in and weekend out. And there's a word for that. As you keep counting, it's a body count. And it's become so normal in this generation, that if a 25-year-old says they are a virgin, then they are from Mars. That's what we are going to discuss about today on this night, which begins right now. Stay tuned. This is the snit where we've got the salt. Another episode fresh from the studio. And we are happy to be hosting you here, man. We, wherever you're joining us, it's always a pleasure. Be it YouTube, be it um, on our Instagram stories or live, and or be it uh, Spotify. Whoever is listening to us on Spotify, we are so grateful. All our handles are at trendsetters underscore PC. This episode, we are discussing about uh, soul ties and body counts, and we are so much in it. Trying to see how a wayward generation can still be so relevant in this generation. I don't know if it's making sense, but we are the salt of this world, we are the light of this world. Why don't we meet on the other side of this interval as we discuss this with Pastor Wagata and amazing Oliver. Welcome back to the summit. And as I promised you, I'll be having the two gentlemen who have joined me here, ready to dissect this topic that has a, um, it's not a controversial one in this generation that we are in. And on my right is uh, one, Mr. Oliver Ochino Tieno. Oliver Ochino Tieno. And he's yes. not from Zambia. No, I'm from, from Kenya. Kenya. Yes, hey. from Kenya. <laughs> triple O. Yes, Triple O. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yep. My name is Pastor David Dewagata, and it's a joy to be here at yeah. this need. <laughs> I had to say that, I had to say that. You definitely have to bring in some energy, because yes. we are dealing with a young generation that really mm. admires the energy in itself. Yeah. We're here to talk about soul ties yes. and body counts. Mm. And it's something that uh, 
is controversial yeah. and others agree that it is there. So mm. before you even define it, is the idea of soul ties even real? Is the idea of soul ties okay, real? Before we go there, yeah. what, what, is, what is a soul tie? What's a soul tie? Let's not do the whole um, the soul tie conversation basically has come from uh, it's a it's the way you look at a concept and give it a name. Mm. You look at something that has happened and describe it. Like Parkinson's disease mm. is a disease that was you know this guy presented the first as the first case in that. Mm. All right, so it's mm. given a name. Yeah. So soul ties is actually about um, the connection that happens between a man and a woman when they have sex, mm. whether they are married or not. And so, some and, and there is a connection in it. In First Corinthians uh, chapter six, says um, you should not unite your body with that of a prostitute mm. because uh, your body is sacred. You become one in you become them one with them. And so, that is those are some of the scriptures that you will see that connect to the story of soul ties. Yeah. And so somebody just picked it and said, okay, now how do we explain this? How do we explain this connection that happens? And the word soul ties is used to explain it. Right, and so some people will say, No, 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 there's nothing like soul ties, it's just that you have memory of this girlfriend and that girlfriend. But for others, they're like, No, 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 there's a spiritual connotation to it, there's an emotional connotation to it, and then there's the physical, physical yes. And of course, for, not forgetting the mental because you remember the person, yeah, yeah. So that's what soul ties because many people think the sexual act is just a physical thing, but there's an emotional thing. Now, the interesting thing they say is. Um, the part of the brain that is in charge of emotions, departmental emotions, in the women is bigger than in the men. Yeah. It's called the limbic system. Yeah. And so the limbic system in the, in the woman is bigger than the man. Yeah. And that is why women tend to be more emotionally attached to men. That's where the statement comes, women give sex to get love and guys give love to get sex. Yes. Uh, comes from. Uh, uh, this guy's been agreeing. Are you agreeing with the idea of soul ties? That soul ties exist. It exists. And even in friendship, you find there is close friendship that people will be like in one they will be in one same thing. Like I can say, like if you look the story of David and Jonathan, they were they were very close. And you find that Jonathan was ready to give his life to David. The time you see, there's a time that connection. yes, there were connection there. Yes. So <laughs> the question I'd like to ask is: yes. Is it possible for someone to have a soul tie and they are not aware? Well, you can go first. Apple. <laughs> hmm. uh, no, looking at the description that is given of David and Jonathan. Yeah. First, what I would, I'd want to say is, um, sometimes you call people, "Oh, this is my blood brother." Now that comes from, and that's what David and Jonathan were. They made a covenant. Yeah. See, we will remain brothers regardless of what happens around us and so there's a commitment that they made um the bible says where there is no shedding of blood there is no remission of sin but also the blood is used as part of covenant and so in those days if i wanted to make a bond with you would say would cut either our palms it's and then bones. and then and then rub them together like and it says yeah. my blood is yours we mm. are now one mm. and so i protect you and you protect me if it's a secret we are keeping we keep it together so that can create a soul tie now the part of not knowing that there's somebody who you have a soul tie with now that's a totally a whole spiritual thing because how do you get tied to somebody you don't know yeah okay true. and so but, the, but for friendships we call you know like they, we call each other you know my soulmate 
you know, mm. my soulmate is here. People calling her, hey, this is my soulmate. Or like David and Jonathan, mm. people look at them as blood brothers or soulmates. They are just tight like that. And they don't understand why sometimes you can go to a school as a new student and you meet this person and immediately you click. There's a way you connect. You connect and that's yeah. what he's saying, you know. Yeah. You're bound in terms of you have a connection that is not explainable. Now the problem comes where now this, this relationship begins to go overboard. And they talk about now the negative side of this. Now it becomes a spiritual thing where you are sensing something here. The other person is in Kajado and they are sensing the, the same, same thing. thing. Yeah. Uh, they are not twins. <laughs> <laughs> so in, in, in essence, a soul tie does not have to be sexual. Yes. It, does, it does not have to be sexual. Yes. And that's I think what oh, Oliver was saying. It doesn't have to be sexual. Uh, an honest, open relationship. Can and I think now that, that's a, yeah. that I'm getting the point because this question was emanating from soul ties being rooted to sex in itself and the idea mm -hmm. of there's somebody who might have slept with somebody in the past and they even forgot it like it's a uh, it's not something mm -hmm. that is disturbing me. Mm -hmm. but maybe something in their life is being affected does do soul ties affect decisions that we make daily or how we move on with life do they affect our destiny um now uh, looking at it from the perspective of first of all the soul tie comes from a healthy side mm -hmm. i am David and Jonathan are bound to each other as brothers, not to, you know, not to, not to turn each other in, or if you become king, then I will follow you and I will serve you in spite of my parents feeling otherwise, who is the mm. king, mm. all right? Now, with the sexual act comes now a bondage. Yeah, it's a bondage. Person. Now, because you've crossed a line. Yeah. Now, this is the interesting thing. The sexual act, if without the sexual act, a marriage is not legal. Sure thing. That's how powerful the sexual act is. If a husband and wife or a man and a woman got married today, and we said and the two shall become one, and what God has joined together, let no, no man put asunder, and they left the church and they went to their honeymoon and never renewed, mm. there is no marriage. They can come back to the AG from government to church to culture. That is no marriage. Mm because it's not been consummated. The seal of the covenant has not been. <laughs> that is how serious it is. And it will, it will be nullified in a court of law. The other day, there was a conversation about this lady who had been dry spell 19 years after getting married because her husband could not perform. And I was just laughing and I was saying, guys, this is just ignorance because the bond has not been sealed. Yes. So this lady was ready to walk out of that marriage 19 years ago. But without the marriage, without that. That is, that is why the sexual act is such a, a critical thing and that should not sensitive. be part of advertisement yes. or acting or, yes, because it actually binds. And that's what 1 Corinthians 6 talks about, mm. that he unites himself with a person who becomes one with them. Yes. Mm. You are bound with them. Mm. Okay, so, <clears throat> you, somebody has, the, the copulation has happened mm. and uh, the moment it has happened, it means that there is a tie, there is a connection mm -hmm. that has happened between the two people. Yeah. Um, that's what I was asking. Does it affect? Does it affect your life from there? Like maybe if you go into another relationship, mm -hmm. do you need to deal with the past? Do you need to break these soul ties? For me, I think mm -hmm. the best thing to do you have to break it because it's something. This guy, even if you try to move on, you will keep thinking about the the previous person. Because there is a way you guys bonded. Remember, sex is a, it's an act that you do it and it becomes a spirit. There's a way you guys will 
you come together and it be united united yes yes so it doesn't matter even if it's one time like a one night no it doesn't matter yeah it's serious because remember it's a spirit thing and that's yeah. why sex is spiritual if i'm wrong yeah. because he can correct no, no, me. it's it's true and that's why i was saying you know what there's the physical part yes which is what we think is all that happens there's the emotional part mm. the limbic system kicks in and says whoever comes this close to me surely should be part of my life. Mm. And that is why breakups that happen where sexual acts have been involved are so painful mm. and take so long to heal from. Then number three, there is, and that's the emotional part, then there is this, the spiritual part. Where now, you who have come together like this in a casual one-night stand are attached because you've opened gates. Yes, you've opened true. a connection point. If you notice, even in <laughs> in many cultures, sex was attached to worship. In fact, the word sure. idolatry and the word adultery have the same root. Okay? Because this act is so personal and is so integrated in the life of the person. He who sins sexually, anybody, any other sin we sin is outside our own body. But he who sins sexually sins against his own body. It's something that has to do with this body, yes, which is the temple mm-hmm. of the spirit. Of the spirit, yes. Okay? And so that is, this is now coming from scripture because sometimes you can go outside the Bible, but within the Bible, you see Paul explain this so that guys begin to understand how powerful it is. The, this bondage, this bond is mm-hmm. that can lead to a bondage. And now, now this we are only referring to one. Mm-hmm. There is something else I would like us to delve into because we are mm-hmm. supposed to cover it. It's on the body counts. <laughs> and um, body count, you know, what body is body count? Counts? Go first. Go first. Go first. Go first. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. Yes. I'm coming. Yes. No, let us hear the opinion. It's capturing spiritually. How I know body counts is simply we are counting the bodies. How many people has somebody slept with? If somebody has slept with 12 people, he has a body count of 12. That's how I understand it. How many red blood cells? How many white blood cells? <laughs> anyway, no, okay. So, <laughs> body count. Uh, this is this is actually a, a, what we call it. The, it's like the slang mm. on how many girls or how many boys have slept with. Um, it's just how guys are put, and that is that is how we've trivialized the sexual act. It's just body count. You know, uh, it's like I went to to this place and I counted how many people in the room because we've we've tried to make sex feel like a casual thing. An inconsequential thing. And for it's, some people, it's a, it's even a competition. Uh-huh, like uh, there is a guy who is like me. I've done forty. You uh, fifteen uh, Buddha. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and and those Buddha. are the things that the it's enemy is using. Matter. Yes. To make it look like you know what? If you don't have a body count of a certain number and above, you are not man enough. So your mm. sexual experiences and the number of different sexual encounters makes you more of a man than this guy who has none or few. But this is the reality. With every one of those experiences, you are binding yourself to these people. Yeah. And then you get to a place where now, oh, now I want to get married. Guess what? You've never learned to be faithful to yourself or to one person. This thing will start hunting you. And you, you wonder why this guy says, oh, now I've met the most beautiful lady. Mm. We are soulmates. We are soulmates. It's, this is this is not this like these other girls. This one now we are bound together. We connect 
physically we connect emotionally we connect spiritually we connect uh, mentally yani we are we are synced so they think because all these other connections are available in this person the other ties will just fall apart then you find this person with an amazing wife still cheating on her why because they still they have they have carried the habit of body count mm. that their, their discipline is not to be faithful it's to, it's to spread their seeds as far as they can so that's where many of our many people mess their marriages before they, they even meet married. their wife um, or husband i think there's no way we started with the soul, soul ties yeah. and i'm trying to imagine us so they're going to weddings and find uh, the, the, when they come and show how these people are being united maybe they can mix sand and salt mm-hmm. and then we shake it completely where you find it so hard to separate you can't you can't be you can't be in, you are inseparable mm. now does this mean that it becomes even more confusing when we are mixing different elements if somebody has maybe slept with 30 people we are having salt we are having unga we are having uh, let's say any kind of particles that have jahe that have been mixed together is that what it implies like maybe some of their thoughts and beliefs come into your life i think it's a, it's not so much about um it's not as it's not as uh, what how do i say it's not like that it's not just as direct as that but it's you know you're carrying experiences when you're getting married you're carrying experiences so what kind of experiences have you had because your thought life doesn't get deleted okay mm-hmm. Your, your body also carries develops neuropaths they say called the neuropaths where if i'm used to doing exercise i'm going to the gym every day getting married will not stop me from going to the gym uh, true yeah. or false true. i'll still need to go to the gym uh, all right if i'm used to you know um hanging out with a certain clique of people yeah. if i've not started relearning the skills mm. of interacting with a different clique of people mm. then i will end up in that clique And then my wife will be like why are you still hanging out with the boys when now you're an unmarried man so the same way those parts are formed for us mentally you can't erase emotionally they also form now you can you can and then spiritually they also form yes. because and i remember this was a story of Ioannita uh, Bainam uh, the prophetess and she was sharing her story about this woman uh, no more sheets she wrote a book called no more sheets and she was saying she would come from a For, for a conference after she knows got saved she would come for a conference she's sitting at the lounge at the hotel waiting for the for the the church to come and pick pick her up and a guy walks into the to the room looks at all these girls who are there and looks at her and comes to her and says you know what and she's like why me why not there 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 are girls over there yeah, who are available me i am a preacher she's like the guy is like no It's not you it's, it's not about it's not about who they are there's something about you that I want and she says she went to God and cried because she realized even after getting saved even after becoming a minister of the gospel yes uh what 32 or 33, 33 says deep calls to deep this guy has seen something in her because before she got saved she was in prostitution and all those kinds of things she said this guy could see that in her and desire that over these other women because there was a bond there was a spiritual thing that had happened with her past life mm. that she needed to have dealt with mm. and so some of those things are the ones that give uh, arms and legs to the conversation about soul ties and the bondage and so even after you get married 
these guys are still hunting this girl. They're like, this girl we like. This guy is still, this guy is still on the prowl out there because there's something about him that he has built into his life that has not been dealt with until he goes to the foot of the cross and says, God, I have done this and this. Help me to recover from this lifestyle and, I think, and to remove that. And I think I can, add, I can add something on it. Like before you get to any relationship, it seems you have to be very sensitive. You have to, there's something maybe you do without knowing or knowing. You, you have to very, be very sensitive. You have to have connection with God before you get to any marriage. Because I have not married, maybe person knows, but you have to go back, deal with this issue before you get to serious relationship. Because this, yes, because it can break it, it can even break your marriage. Because this is a serious thing. And then it's bringing me to the final question because we are, yeah. we are out of time. Yeah. Um, there's a layman person watching here. Yeah. They just bumped into this channel, mm-hmm. started watching this stuff, and they're hearing about dealing with it. Mm. Yeah. How, what is this dealing with soul ties <laughs> and, yeah. and body counts? Exactly. Um, I think, first of all, it begins with turning back to God and saying, mm. God, I have messed my life. Except. I have slept around. I mm. have you know, done all these kinds of things. I've experimented with things I should not experiment with. Two, once you've given your life to Christ, yes, there is, we are justified. That's what the Bible says. We are, you, you've accepted Christ as Lord and Savior. You are born again. God has saved you from your sins. Then the number two thing that happens is the process of sanctification. Mm. Sanctification is just basically dealing with these things, removing those, the mindset that was and having the mind of Christ. Removing that heart of darkness and coming to the light. Where now you are saying, this is what I used to do. Now I'm changing. And if, let's say, if I wanted to make this, if we wanted to make this a glass of water, okay, what would we do? If we pour our one, water. yeah, one, one, let's say, if we pour the 10 ml of water, we need to, to just dilute the juice, right? And so, the fact that I have added water to it doesn't make it less of juice. But if I open a tap and let it run for the next one minute, by the time that minute is over, there will be no more juice to be water. But it takes a continuous process of pouring and diluting and diluting. And that's what happens with some of these things that have held us captive. Mm-hmm. And so it's not, a, it's not an instant, it's not a pouring. This is be transformed by yes. the renewal of your mind, mind. not the removal of your mind. I told you, I can't do it. 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 I can't do that's why Bynum says, I've been saved, I'm preaching, but people still see it mm. because it has not yet cleared up. And unfortunately, many young people think it's easier to clean up when I've messed up than to just come clean. Avoid these things that bind you. And, and let me tell you, Vijana, what you're doing with your life now will affect you will affect your spouse, will affect your children, will even affect your children's children. Generation. Just by not saying yes to a one-night stand, you've saved generations. Mm. So you can you can drink all the, you can put all the juice you want, 
get your sore throat, and then now begin to dilute it, dilute it, and then drink water to recover. Or you can say, give me water. Like the woman at the world, give me this water that I might not thirst again. And that is what I would say is the journey of dealing with soul ties and, you know, recovering from the body count that you might have already. But God is gracious and merciful to restore. There are men and women who have done more dramatic things than you've done. But they are now walking in purity and in faithfulness to their family and serving their generation faithfully. All right. So another thing you have to do, you have to be very honest with yourself. You know that I was into this and I want to change. Because change starts from with you, where you are being honest with yourself from now. And not even you being honest, you look for a group that will help. Like you can even Yeah, you work with that person who will help you until you get transformed. Because it's a process. I think it's a journey. Yes. Amen. Very important. Accountability. I want us to pray. And if you are there and you do not know Christ as Lord and Savior, this is your opportunity. Um, If you are battling with some of these things and saying, you know what, Mm. it's easier said than done. I've tried before. It's not by your strength that you'll overcome these things. If it was given to us to do it with our own strength, we would not be out of Ah. this crisis. There is no way Jews can dilute Jews. (laughs) The only way we can find strength and renewal is if christ comes and washes us and so if you're out there and you do not know christ as lord and savior just say this prayer after me father we thank you for changing my life i come to you and i ask that you save me i accept that i have made mistakes but this day i accept you as lord and i accept you as savior change me and make me yours in jesus name Father, we want to just thank you for those who have given their lives to you. We thank you, Lord, for them that are out there and are saying, I want to change my life. And I see the mistakes I've made. Some of them may be born again, but they're still out there being players, being liars, uh, cheating on, on one another. I pray that God would restore what the enemy has stolen from them. The sanctity of the sexual act, the sanctity of a pure life, the, the joy of walking down the aisle as pure men and women. I pray that God would restore them that have lost their purity, that Lord, they may find strength in you. We know that you are able to restore that which is impossible with man, you are able to do. And so we bless you and we thank you for the things that you are doing in different lives. For this we pray, believing and trusting in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Well, as in, I didn't, I didn't want to do injustice to the time had really flown. Mm-hmm. Man, I think we are we are like even six minutes into overtime, but we had to we had to thank you so much, guys. Thank for you, thank up. you. Cheers. 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 So today's topics are about um, sexual morality, soul ties and body counts, which is a very uh, serious topic, especially for the youth. Probably what I would like, like to remind you is from the Bible, from the uh, book of 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 15 to 20. In context, it speaks about the purity of the body, why we should maintain our, our purity, our dignity, because our bodies are the house or the housing of the Holy Spirit. Should we join? Should you join your body with uh, many women 
are prostitutes or B uh, just uh, living living a life that is not uh, according to the word of God is it right for you to uh, conjoin yourself with a prostitute and still continue to refer yourself as a Christian no it's not first Corinthians chapter 6 chapter 6 verse 15 asks us to, to run away from sexual sin because it not, not, not only taints our minds and our bodies which God has given to us as a gift but also taints our future and our dreams and our goals according to the will of God. Thank you. Heavy stuff. Heavy stuff. Deep stuff. And imagine we've just come to the end of the snit for this episode of today. And one thing is just ringing in my mind. Your body is the temple of your Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. He's the one that just owns us and belongs here. And if it hasn't sinking, if a point hasn't gotten you, just try to do the rewind button. Go back to where the conversation started. Because it's crucial. It had to be you who's watching this today or listening to us. And as I told you, you always need to subscribe to our YouTube channel at Trendsetters underscore PC. We are on Facebook, Trendsetters underscore PC. And that's the same thing on Instagram, also on Spotify. You can join us there. So till the next episode, Mose. It's been real. Keep having the salt.